It was 1975, I was 26, and I was about to spend my first night in Alaska. I was setting up camp in Seward, I pitched a tarp, and I was on the ground rolling out the rest of my gear when Donnie and Mac walked into my life, or staggered into my life. They were drunk, it was two o'clock in the afternoon and they were very drunk. <laughs> they came to a staggering halt and said, what are you doing here? And I thought, I didn't know whether I was in a hazardous situation or they were just inquisitive. I knew it was a good time to get to my feet, so I did. And I said, well, I'm looking for a job on a boat. And they said, well, go down to the boat harbor, look for the tundra. The skipper's name is Don Koisman, and he needs crew members. They staggered off, and I ran down to the boat harbor. I found the tundra. I found the skipper, and he gave me the world's shortest job interview. You want to work? Yes, I do. Ever been on a boat? Yes. You're hired. Come down tomorrow with your gear. <laughs> you mean it? Yeah, I just told you I was hired. <laughs> and I did. I showed up the next morning with my gear, and I found that Donnie and Mac were going to be my fellow crew members. <laughs> they had never met anybody who was a college graduate, and I had never met anybody like them. They were generous, they were brave, they were strong, they were agile, they were opportunistic criminals, <laughs> and they were very, very funny. <laughs> Mac, and justifiably so, was very proud of his body and liked to wander around without a shirt. He's fairly well muscled and had just absolutely fabulous bullet hole right here. He, I asked, and he, he wouldn't tell me how he got it, but, Don, but Donnie would. <laughs> Donnie said that Mac had been practicing cowboy quick draw and was spinning... <laughs> and it went off. Donnie had his own story. The week previously, he had been in magistrate's court. He'd been in a fight with a guy. The other guy had a bar stool, and he was fending Donnie off. And Donnie, has, with his knife, was hacking at the bar stool, and apparently cut it up pretty badly because he said, with a straight face, I knew I was in trouble when they brought the bar stool into court. They were on and off the boat. I stuck with the boat all summer. I was just as happy as could be. It was living the life that I wanted to live. And they would be on and off about half the time. And I don't really know where they were the other part of the time. They, they talked about drug deals. They talked about burglaries. But I noticed they never really had any money. And I, I think they came to the boat to get a place to sleep and guaranteed food. Towards the end of the season, we were tied up in Seward. Excuse me. And I had taken the captain's berth because it was the most comfortable. He was ashore in his house. And Donnie and Mac came aboard, drunk. Woke me up. Hi, Martin. Hi, Donnie. Mac. Donnie had, they were headed below to their berth, and Donnie had an inspiration. The skipper kept a 22 rifle that he used to pacify halibut before bringing him onto the boat. Donnie picked it up, held it like this, and pulled the trigger twice. 
and put two bullet holes in the cabin top. I got out of bed. We sort of looked at the ceiling. Donnie says, that skipper's going to be kind of mad, isn't he? I agreed. I said, yep. And I got the rifle from him. I wasn't going to wrestle with these guys, but they seemed calm. These, this particular model held about 15 rounds, and for all I knew, there was another 13 waiting to be set off. I put the rifle down, and I thought it was all over. Donnie had his second inspiration. He picked up the skipper's 12-gauge shotgun. He said, I can disguise the hole. And it would have. It would have put a hole this big through the ceiling. <laughs> Donnie, 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 I have a better idea. And he stopped and he listened. And this is before duct tape was a joke. I handed him a rule and I said, you go up there and put it over the holes and the skipper will never know. And he did. And they went below and they went to sleep. And when they got up in the morning, they made me promise not to tell what had happened. <laughs> and I didn't need to tell what had happened. What I needed to do was explain what had happened. And when I finished, the skipper said, you've been to a college, you're a leader, why didn't you stop them? <laughs> well, halibut season ended. Donnie borrowed $40, which I haven't seen yet. I moved to Anchorage, I met the woman I loved, and she came home uh, one day and said, where are you? Oh, we're in the basement. My wife came down to the basement to find our 10-year-old son and two of his best friends and her husband wearing our hearing protection and eye protection. And I had brought a stump down to the basement and I was teaching the boys how to shoot a 22 pistol. And she said, I'm going to try to do volume control. Are you out of your mind? All of those boxes are my glass Christmas tree ornaments. <laughs> well, I, I, found, I found a lot of good in Seward, but I believe that some of the odd may have robbed off on me as well.